I've always had this dream of just finding a man and building an empire together. Yes. And then (laughs) I realised it's a very difficult thing to find a man that wants to build an empire. It was like the day the tenant was arriving, Mum and I were still painting the walls. That's at 5am, fresh. You know, that was really my foot in the door to the real estate market, which, uh, looking back now, uh, absolutely no way. Welcome to the Sisters That Slay podcast, featuring Mim, Fez and Beef, also known as Miriam, Talitha and Ferial. We are three sisters building our mini sister empire and bringing you on the journey. We're passionate about learning and growing from those that have been there, done that, ticked the box, won the prize and have the scar. Real people, real stories. We uncover their secrets to how they are living their best lives and push through their lows. Dream the impossible and make it your reality. One life, the critics. you got a sisterhood that want to see you slay. My sisters, I realised my sisters and mm. I, right from day dot, yeah. had just been naturally doing this. Yeah. And yeah. I realised it is the sister empire. Power to the sisterhood. That's right. Ferial and Talitha are here hey, today. Hey. Hello. Yeah. And we have been hustling the last 15 <laughs> years, I reckon. <laughs> yeah. We've been hustling, growing our businesses and event and buying property. And it's been really cool. We're going to share the journey of how we started. We basically started out um, with nothing, all three of us. Um, There was no help from anyone, but we got there and we're going to share the journey of how we did it. Stay tuned and listen to the end because we're going to be giving our tips. And some of these tips are gold and you want to be hearing those. That's right. And we'll be also talking about sort of our fails and our lemons, as Miriam puts it, along the way. And they're really good to just listen to and learn from because everything, you have to try it to experience it and then learn from it. And you name it, we've done a a pretty much, I don't think there's anything apart from, you know, obviously property development yes. from scratch yeah, that's, the that's the next step, step. but that's like well, you know step. from what you can do at home we've done it yes so and we're not talking like huge figures or anything like that we no. are in adelaide south australia yes, so our property market um is has just slowly well yeah you'll hear from our stories it's just been slow steady oh, growth it. the eastern states of australia just really went through some boom times um but for us really there hasn't been anything magical that's happened yeah. um it's more just been our process of how we've sort of got to where we are now and also we're going to be chatting about what we want to do in the future and yeah. it maybe inspire you to get started or wherever you are on the property journey. Mm. Yeah. All right, Miriam. So it all started back in 2005. I'm 21 years old wow, so and I've been saving and it was one of those things where I didn't go on overseas holidays. I'd never, I'd just gone straight to uni, got a job and was saving. And um, I had the choice of either buying a more expensive property a little bit further out of Adelaide or a little bit closer into Adelaide and um, spending the money on renovations because obviously they weren't that great looking houses. So I bought a three bedroom house that became my family home uh, for 220000 I thought, wow. you know, as everyone does, oh, I overpaid. But looking back now, we estimate RP data estimates that it might have doubled in value. 
um, after that time. And really, for me, it was just getting in the market. It was a bit of a crappy house. Uh, my mum helped me with the renovations yeah, for that one. Did. I what did spend, did you oh, do? like 50 you grand worth of renovations. Yeah, yeah I did everything a bathroom, you a had kitchen, to live there. Um, painted everything. It was disgusting. The carpets were disgusting. Oh, yeah. I knocked out a wall, um, everything. So that was the choice either buy a more expensive property uh, further away or in. And I'm glad I did it because the, uh, the houses have generally increased in value. Yeah. And I think because it's a great suburb it's it's close to the beach it's close to the city so yeah i think you did really well in terms of the location it's yeah. you know yeah it's close pretty, to school yeah it's pretty much close to it's everything now a rental property yeah. and um yeah it's because it's close to a school it's been able to get rented out yeah mm. so that was my all right fair you're next um yeah so i so my journey started in 2007 april of 2007 and how old were you then i so we just can't remember i was either 18 or 19. um i, I see i'm pretty lucky because i've always had miriam and talitha in my life being the youngest and so um generally the youngest has sort of someone to kind of keep up with so i'm pretty lucky in that instance so i saw miriam buy that property and i was like well i have to try and you know match her beat her slash um, you know, and so I was looking and I'm, I remember for some reason, I'm like, I found this property. I really wanted it. It was a really good price. And then so, I can't remember why, but I lost it. So I didn't get the property. And I was like, so I had been looking at every property. So I been going to open inspections for like a year. And then I was like really gutted. So I just stopped. I just stopped looking, stopped going to inspections for like two months. And I was like, you know, like in like my zone of, you know, I was like, really Depressed. upset yeah I, like, yeah I was like I was like yeah I was like looking for property that's right. yeah. and if you yeah. lose it you're like my life's over <laughs> so yeah. and then the whole, the, the whole yeah. dream that you had yeah, roller yeah it is anyway yeah. so then I just one day decided oh I'll just have a look like surely my life could get better and then I just saw this property and it was pretty crappy property it was a little bit expensive and I was like oh it was I'll further just, down south wasn't it uh no same area I was looking at the same area um, so yeah, Chrissy's beach area. And um, anyway, so I was like, oh, it's a bit expensive. Like I'll just go along because it was on a big block of land, land, 764 square meters. And it was, in a, it was on the good side and it was like, it, it ticked all the boxes, but I was still in my depressed mode and it was a bit expensive. I'll tell you the price in a minute. So I thought it was so expensive. So this is going um, back to 2007. Yeah, 2007. Yeah. So I went along and I put my offer on and I was like, it was only two bedroom. I'm like, it's only two bedroom. <laughs> and then, um, and then and it's so funny. <laughs> so this is one of my fails. So it was like the it was the day I put it on, and the real estate agent called me up, and he's like, "Oh, I just wanted to let you know that someone else has put on the offer the same price as you, and I just suggest that the owner really likes you and they want you to win it." And I was like, oh, "Okay, great. This is a tactic of the real estate agent," and I'm like, "I'm, I'm bracing myself to like." you know, to go against his tactics. It's like, look, just raise it by $500 and I'm pretty sure you'll win it. And I was like, I'm not fooling for that trick. And I'm like, no way. And then I hanged up and then I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, mm, is that a tactic or is he actually looking out for me? And so I'm like, mm. and I was like, oh, call back. So I was like, no, no, no. So I called him back literally within the minute. I'm like, yes, I'm sorry. I'll do it. Put on a $500 extra. And, um, and he was like, right. And then and I actually won it. So that got me the um, that got me the the house. And so I paid one hundred and eighty five thousand and five hundred dollars for 
this massive house, well, massive block of land, two bedroom house. And um, at the time I was like, oh my gosh, this is too much money. Like, how am I gonna afford it? And all this stuff. So I was 18, so that meant I could not go out for like the next five years of my life trying to pay off this house. And I really had to cut all expenses. I didn't buy anything, didn't go on any holidays, didn't like, didn't purchase anything. And then, so it was a bit of a dive, so I had to renovate it and um, we had this person coming to Adelaide to uh, just stay for a bit and I was like, oh, you can stay in my house if you just like kind of read about it. Like we had to pull out the carpets and the wallpaper and he's like, yeah, I'll do all of that. <laughs> so he was in there and... Um, Sometimes renovating, yeah. not all the time. And then I, yeah, and then I was in there as well and, um, and then sort of, um, you know, a year, I think a year, I think it was a whole year passed by <laughs> wow. and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't like, I need some money. Yeah. And so then I just kicked him out. We got a tenant and um, it took us like two weeks to get this wallpaper off the walls. Do you remember that wallpaper? I just remember yeah. like a whole pile of wallpaper yeah. right in the middle in the middle. Of yeah, so yeah. yeah, so we just had to go, I had to rip out all the carpets. I got them. Um, uh, so we as in Feral and her mum. Yeah, and my mum. Yeah, yeah, our mum helps us with all this. And so we got a tenant in, so um, pretty much straight away. So I just remember <laughs> being like, because we had to wait for the floorboards to dry, so we couldn't paint yeah. the walls. And then it was like, it was like the day the tenant was arriving mum and I were still painting the walls that's at 5am <laughs> like we're like we're like half finished laundry we're like we have to go <laughs> and so it was the, the tenants arriving the tenants arriving anytime now the walls have to dry oh. so we were um and then it was funny the tenant ended up putting in carpet <laughs> we yeah spent, oh, beautiful yeah so it's a bit yeah. I mean, which is fine because that's a good tenant but i just remember it was funny i spent all is the same money. tenant uh yeah pretty much i mean you had like yeah i've had a really good so we're, we were all pretty lucky we've had good rental histories with that yeah. no one sort of trashed any of our properties yeah um, yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, your ones anyway. Yeah. yeah so, so I'm pretty lucky in that. But um, that was, was such an eye opener to me because I thought it was so expensive and yeah. I was real depressed and then I just went for it. Yeah. And um, yeah. yeah. That was a good, I reckon it was a good gamble. Not in a gamble in terms of you did your research. And um, so later on that year, I purchased in 2007, I purchased a two bedroom unit um, in a block of 36 units. So, you know, that was really my foot. <laughs> in the door to the real estate market which uh, looking back now uh, absolutely no way was um, your worst pu- I think this has been the worst purchase out of all of them you know what I'm looking at it more positive because oh, it yeah, allowed okay. me I love it yeah 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 so it was still super cheap um, and it allowed me to purchase my next property, which is sort of my better one. But this one was just to get into the property market. Yeah. It's been a great cash. So rentals. Um, yeah. Oh, so rate. And I did 100% lend. So Ooh. I saved up a lot of money and I got 100% lend and I went overseas with <laughs> with my leftover money. I was like, yeah. I could, so, I so these are back like when they were doing 100% Yeah, lends. I think I got 105% lend. Um <laughs> So it was pre-GFC. So, so that's 100%. So when we're talking about 100% less. It's 100% of the loan. So basically yeah. so how much did you it buy was for? 151000 So you, how much did you borrow? So I probably, no, probably plus 5% plus oh. the fees and charges. For the stamp duty. And then I got oh. the first homeowner's grant. <laughs> and that's why you lived in it? Yeah. No, I lived in it when I came back to Australia oh, anyway. She has to pay back her <laughs> first homeowner's grant. Story for another day. Yeah, oh my gosh. Um, so, that's why I lived in my property. Yeah, yeah. And so that's, um, I mean, you know, looking back, I should have bought a house. But I mean, at the time, you know, um, it was just to get into it. And, you know, 
I did think that oh, this wasn't going to be my first purchase for a while, and um, and you know, a couple of years later, I did I did renovate it. I did a full renovation, and like any and any, any renovator, you think, yeah, this is going to take three months. Uh, it's <laughs> going to cost five thousand dollars, and actually took like a year and a half, and cost a lot more than five thousand dollars. And and you know, I had to fight. Like I learned a lot about strata rules and um, noisy, you know neighbors that look over the fence and be like oh okay what are you doing and i was like well, what, do you, what do you mean what am i doing <laughs> did you get strata approval and i was like yes <laughs> um so you know uh you know i have passed on some tips to another person who was renovating in strata union i said you you got to get everything approved um and so i think do you though yeah 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 i do um and you know and i still paying strata fees to this day every single year yeah, but I, I mean it's 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 such a good rental. It's it's in a prime location. So it's a good rental. Yeah, capital good growth. How much nah. capital growth have you had? Virtually nah, nothing. Nothing um, because of the units. It's thirty six units that haven't. I mean, a few of them are renovated. So a couple of years later, um, you know, a few of them have been like you know, were sold off. It's 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 pretty much it won't rise very much, but it's just, just going to be a cash cow. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, and when the property prices do rise again I'm probably going to sell it but I mean you know I renovated back in you know that was a couple of years ago now so I have to do another renovation yeah. because they outdate and like Talitha you are like the renovator queen now yeah, like you need it. you need love to go it. on your own you've learned it all from like just doing, doing it, it. Yeah, yeah YouTube videos oh my gosh anything 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 I've learned from YouTube can you do tiling or something <laughs> yeah I did everything I, I got a massive scar on my leg because I wasn't wearing the most appropriate clothing and doing what I was taking off tiles from the I was using one of those I don't know how they say it but like one of those machines that takes off tiles <laughs> and a really large chunk. Oh. And I should have gone to hospital, but I didn't. So. Oh, because we're tough. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, I've learned, I learned a lot. So I look, I look, at, the, I look at the positives. Um, like you Did do you anything. Did you get new doors? Uh, no, that was my um, – yeah, yeah, actually. Yeah, so Tell I got number, number one tip when renovating, if it's not broken, don't fix it. Don't, 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 if it's not broken, yeah. it's perfectly, so it works perfectly fine. You then went don't overboard. Don't replace it with the exact same thing. No, I think, I think it was – it was just my. I was just very unexperienced. I had researched a few bit, but it's just you, you look back. How and old think, were you? Um, probably about twenty-four. Yeah, twenty-five. Young twenty. Yeah. So you look back and you think, okay. And my tip is, you know, if it's investment property or you know, just if it's if it if it's not broken, yeah, don't fix it. That's, yeah, that's our totally Airbnb true. philosophy. Yeah, and I think the cool thing with that first one is you managed to keep it while you're traveling overseas. Yeah, so like I it's had, pretty. It's yeah. pretty hard to go overseas for numerous years and still maintain a rental property. Yeah, yeah you did. So well. hats off to you on that. Uh, Silver lining. Hey? Yeah, that's true. It's true. So then I then a few years later, I'm in 2011 now, and my house has increased <laughs> in value. So I went to the buy the what was it? The real estate agent called it the buy of the century. Oh, is that what they said? Yeah, they uh, said this was the buy summer. of the century. How, how, did you was that on the listing or did you go visit it? No, it was on the listing. Oh, like this is the buy of the century. Genius. Yeah, thanks, real estate agent. It was totally not the buy of the century. Maybe in a century it might increase in value. Um, so we this is down at Seaford Rise. And um, it's 200 so south. Yeah, down yeah. south. So a lot of these ones are down south of Adelaide. Interesting to see 
like the closer to the beach and a little bit closer into the city have increased in values. This one here is like the furthest out down south. A train line was supposed to be coming in. There was a is lady. Is there a train line now? I think so, I but it hasn't, it. it hasn't helped. <laughs> Maybe it will. Um, there's a lady on Foxtel. She's a property expert. She was saying this was the next hottest suburb. Yeah, so we never. were following all of like her advice about where to invest. Yeah. And obviously we've got limited um, sort of resources um, and so we couldn't spend huge amounts. So we went for a property down at um, Seaford Rise and um, yeah, it has done nothing with it. The only thing What did you buy it at? So bought it at two hundred eighty thousand, and RP data said it was estimated value was almost exactly the same, yeah. slightly higher. The bank did value it higher, um, but yeah, uh, uh, who knows what we'd get if we were try if I tried to sell it. So my tips from this one, basically, um, the tenant is the person that we purchase it from. So I've had a solid tenant forever. Oh. That's, that's lucky. And I've yeah. never had to do anything to the property. Yeah. She does everything herself. Yeah. Um, I haven't even really, yeah, I just let her be and she's wow. been pretty cool about that. We've done a few rent raises. I'm just, I, like when I was preparing this, I was like, oh, maybe I need to increase my rent slightly. Um, she like, yeah, so I've had no issues with the tenant from this, but I know if she was to ever leave, I've got to do a full makeover of this property Yeah. Um, because I remember just when it uh, when I inspected it, there is like just paintings everywhere. So, yeah. Um, but yeah. apart from that, like it's a good rental, but has not done anything for me. Lesson learnt for me. It's on a big block of land. Yeah, it is. I think it's a subdividable oh, land okay. if I want to, but it's a relatively newer house. So I do get depreciation yeah. from it. Yes, tick. Um, anyone. From just, just quickly tell us what do you mean by depreciation? Yeah, okay, so um, the rules have changed with depreciation, but basically um, depending on the year of the property, you're able to claim um, in your tax some of the depreciation. For new house and lands now, the depreciation is a lot more. For existing properties, the, the government cha uh, changed the rules and it's not really that much depreciation oh, you can okay. claim. Yeah. So definitely a reason why you need to speak to an accountant and yeah. understand this if you do go for investment property. Um, because the tax rules are changing all the time with this in particular. So, so hang on, if someone's about to buy a house and land package, they should speak to their accountant, is that right? Or well, we'll get to it. it we'll get to it. I okay. think if any type of investment property, like get your accountant involved before the purchase oh, so you okay. can understand. Yeah. yeah, not like us last minute people. <laughs> no, no not well, last it's minute. not. It's after. The problem is once you've purchased a property and then you go see your accountant and then uh, it's all too late. It's about work. Yeah, yeah you got to be smart about it and definitely we can talk about that later yeah. in terms yeah. of. Yeah, stealing one of our yeah. tips there, Carol. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, then I was on the move again. So, Go, Miriam. Yeah, what was yeah, I girl. doing? Yeah, so, what were you thinking around this okay, time? Yeah, so what I was thinking is um, I needed a bigger house to live in myself oh, personally. So you, this is your next, yeah. Yeah, so I was trying to find a bigger house to Wait, live in. because you had three kids. Yeah, I had three kids in a three-bedroom house. One bathroom. Yeah, one bathroom. And this is so my first house, lovely, but it had, it had done it. So, so you wanted to upsize. Yeah, so yeah. I was looking for searching for properties with more than five bedrooms. And I came across this property. More than five. Yeah, I wanted five or more. Because the three kids. Yeah, and, I, I wanted my space. I wanted a home mm. office. Right. I was just starting out my business at the time, uh, and yep, we yep, were yep. renting um, a space uh, in the city. So we're renting a space in the city. I'm looking for a five bedroom house. I see this really um, cheap house really close to the city, mm. and I was like, Oh, I'm going to go have a look at this one. 
next yeah. minute of buying it. Yeah. Wow. And, um, so in the inspection, you put an offer in? Oh, I think pretty much straight away. But and I've been looking for a it's, while. It's literally five yeah. minutes from the it's city. It's Ashford. Yeah. 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 So it was, yeah. I, I basically purchased council rates for it. So, and which is pretty like you don't purchase houses at the council rates, but we got it for council rates. And you know what? The real estate agent was actually terrible. And that's another thing. If you are reselling a pro- your own property, like see what the real estate agent is like. Go along to their other inspections yeah. and see, because this real estate agent did not try and lift up the price at all. I just put in a low price and they accepted it because she just wanted the sale. And I was like, you know, I could I could always factor in a bit of movement um, with it, but this real estate agent was just like, yep, yeah, okay, you've got it. So all of a sudden, we, I've now purchased a five-bedroom place on a main road and <laughs> decided rather than renting an office in the city, let's turn this into my office. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's a Tudor-style place. So if anyone was – I've got lots of clients that still remember this yeah. place. And the sneaky thing that we did at the beginning was – and I forgot about this completely. This is the dirty trick we're talking about. Yeah. So we actually had the bottom area as offices and then there was a two-storey because this has got like eight bedrooms really. Like it was it was a really nice old house. and Awkward layout. We, yeah. And there's an upstairs area. So we decided to rent out the top area – as student accommodation. Mm. So we're running offices down the bottom. The bathroom and shower is down the bottom. <laughs> and we had student accommodation yeah, so we up the like, top. Hey, how's that, it going? So eventually, like, you know, that did it. We it took over the whole area yeah, as we, offices. We yeah. Yeah. And then uh, eventually we moved on. We'll share the story of moving on from that office. But that place there now is student accommodation. Yeah, it is. Which it is. Talitha manages. Yeah. Yeah, so it's interesting if you do have a property um, and it's near sort of the city, so near universities, um, you know, any any point hub of studying, um, I would highly recommend um, delving into the student accommodation mainly because you can get more of a, more for your rent um, per room. But however, you got to factor in electricity costs. Yeah, uh, electricity does yeah. kill us. So do do your solar numbers. panels is the way to go. Yeah, so do your numbers beforehand, and it's a little bit more work. Um, uh, you know, especially if you're managing it yourself. But I say student accommodation. Mm. Um, it's pretty good. Like some of the most of the people that we have in our, I think all of them are pretty good people. Um, you can get a vibe for them and you can advertise online and you can really sort of work out if they're going to be a good fit to the, for the house. So. Yeah. We did think that maybe a few of them that had applied had just come fresh out of jail. <laughs> um, so <laughs> yeah. they didn't really I have mean, an address prior. Yeah, you can't be too – I mean, you can always check references and everyone's going to say what they're going to say and because you're not a – you know, you're not set up to do background checks and whatever. You know, it's it's sort of t- – I, I read people very well in terms of, you know, when they come and meet you um, – and they look around the house, and you know, you sort of, sort of give, give them a bit, bit of an interview and follow up. I think, um, I think definitely, um, you know, especially just making contact, make sure that they know that you're, you know, looking after them in the house. So, yeah. So I think you know that that has a mutual trust um, and yeah. respect and. Yeah, so it's it's worked out fairly well, I think. Um, you know, uh, I'm always I'm going there once a week just to check on the house, and um, you know, so Talitha is very. She says it's easy, but she's very hands on. Like this isn't for anyone. No, you've got to be hands on with this. Yeah, so we are tough, getting a higher you know, return. Yeah, but you've had to sort out like. 
people yeah. pulling knives on each other. Yeah, yeah. I had a, <laughs> Tell I had a us that call. story. I had a phone call one day and, you know, because there's five bedrooms and only one bathroom and one kitchen, you know, people know that before they get in. But, you know, I had a phone call one day, a pretty distressed tenant of mine, um, you know, really upset, just sort of explained that they, you know, had a knife, someone put out a knife because um, they didn't do the dishes. And I was like, whoa, 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 <laughs> hang on a second. Like, why you didn't do the dishes? I'm like, how? I was like, what's going on here? Like, you know, because I, you know, I you know, I like everyone that comes into the house. I think, yep, I would ha- absolutely live with them. And I said, look, did you call the police? And he's like, yeah, I called the police. And I was like, and what did the police say? And they just sort of came and obviously didn't believe this particular <laughs> person. And then they, you know, I said, look, all right, you know, I'll, I'll have a chat with everyone. And, you know, it turns out obviously he didn't pull a knife, but like, you know. Oh, it was just someone, an allegation. Yeah. It was just oh. a, the police came and I said, look, you know, you, you let me know if anything happens, but you've got to do your dishes, mate. Like, you can't, <laughs> can't not live in a shared accommodation and not do your dishes. I would be, you know, not so at So there's that. house rules and things, is yeah, that right? Yeah, house rules, standard house rules. And if I've had to, you know, uh, issue a few breaches, it's just mainly just making sure, and, you know, just making sure people are putting the rubbish away. And, you know, you're not a maid service, so it, it is a place of living yeah. you know yeah so yeah and we get a cleaner in once a week as well for that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and then that's what we had to really look at our costings in terms of you know um affordability but you know you sort of making sure you maintain the property um you know make sure that they stay longer and you know they're happy with where they're staying because yeah. you know yeah it's a great place and um so in terms of capital growth, because that has been clo- – this is the, the property closest to the city. Yeah, closest it's to the city. actually doing really well. My biggest regret is not actually purchasing – the property next door to it came up for sale. Yeah. And I just thought – it was a few years later. It was about 100000 more than what I'd paid for um, the house that we were in. And I was just like, no – I'm not buying it. It's too expensive. And that's probably my biggest regret. Yeah, because yes. a lot of developments. Like if, yeah. you, if you drive around Ashford, a lot of developments are going Yeah, on. and they're allowed yeah. to do more than two stories yeah, as well. Yeah, it's incredible. It's incredible what's coming in there. So, so, so yeah. kicking myself, yeah. but there's always opportunities. Yeah, hey? yeah, yeah. It's the bright it's side of life. Yeah, there is a one around the corner, but that's that's going to be pricey. That's going to be pricey. And that's a huge, that's like 2,000 square metres. Next. Wait. Wait, hang on. Is, is there one around the corner? Yeah, but it's 2,000 square metres. It's millions. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. All right. Next all right. Guys. We'll yeah. speak to our mortgage broker. <laughs> yeah. See if we can finance. <laughs> see if we can finance two million. Yeah. I'll yeah. pay cash. <laughs> so I think around that time, I'm just looking at property all the time. And yeah. what did happen was, so I decided uh, I'm still living in my house and all of a sudden, three doors up, the house is for sale. Woo-hoo. In comes me. Wow. So very all where were you living? You were living with at, me. You were living with mum and uh, in mum and dad's house, basically. Yeah, with yeah. Me. freeloading. I was pretty lucky. I was a bit of a. I yeah. wouldn't call it freeloading. My mum and dad just moved out, and uh, I stayed there. And I was like, hey, like, yeah, we'll yeah, just yeah. stay here rent free because mum and dad moved out, and this is a family home I grew up in. So yeah, so Talitha, we were no, always actually, bitter because yeah. Talitha had like to stay at home for Living ages, and we're life. like, we're like, yeah, stay oh, with I'm your parents, out guys. Mortgages. Do yes. my thing. Yes. Yeah. The freedom of like not having to pay rent. It's fantastic. Yeah, so we but had a pretty know, pretty lucky situation because, um, you know, our parents allowed us to live in their house for a long time. They had a really nice house as but well. But that's one of our tips is like, yeah, utilise whatever you can if you can. Yeah, yeah absolutely. With, with that situation rather than like none of us really rented. So we didn't try and rent. We're always just trying yeah. and wherever possible, like, yeah, utilise family. House. Shared, Shared house. Shared situation in terms yeah. of. You know, it's not ideal, but, you know, you have to because it's cheaper and it allows you to do what you want with yeah. your money. So, Ferial, so what happened, Ferial, with this well, process? Did, what did I do? Did I say, oh, my God, there's a house up the yeah. road for sale. We could be neighbours. You 
Yeah, you did. But I, to be honest, I don't think I was even looking at the time. Like I yeah. had the thoughts that I wanted to buy and move out, but it was, yeah. So, um, so this house came up three doors down from Miriam. It's in a really nice suburb, Seacombe Heights. So it's in a really nice suburb and it's hard to get a good property, good price. Yep. And even still, I still remember thinking, oh no, this is going to be too expensive um, when I was looking at it. So we had an inspection, um, went and had a look at it. Absolutely loved it. I did not see any of the flaws that I see today. <laughs> and um, you know what? I was saying and said to me one time, people will see what they want to see. Yeah, uh, and you're so true. Yeah, yeah. You would have just been like, oh, look. this is amazing. Yeah, yeah. It was and at a pretty good price. Yeah, it's yeah, a really good, good price. price. So three hundred for a reason, though. You've always got to think, why yeah, is this? Why is exactly. this price? You know? Yeah. Oh, you could tell because it was like a sixty style asbestos roof house. Awesome. Um, but you wouldn't have known that. Yeah, no, in. I did because yeah, when I was buying house. my house in Christie's Beach, I was looking at those style houses as well as oh, the okay, one. Yep. Um, so it was in a huge block of land uh, as well. and But it was sloping, wasn't it, the back? Yeah. So, the, yeah, the, yeah. so, there's, there's, so that's part of the things that I did not see. Oh, okay. All I saw yeah. was huge block of land, <laughs> huge not, backyard. I mean, a huge block of land is great if it's subdividable. If yeah. it's not subdividable. Or if it's a it's jungle. Slanty. Well, you think about, I had a client in Hallett Cove that wanted to buy um, – and they were, you know, upfront about hundred thousand dollars just to try and get the rocks and the land yeah. leveled. Yeah. And I tell you huge. what, yeah. so retaining you know, walls cost so, so much. much. I yeah. look at land so differently after this bedroom. Yeah. So it was four bedrooms as well, one bathroom in this suburb, and I was like, oh, four bedrooms. I did not realize what they did to get that fourth bedroom. Yeah, I was I thinking I've been it. to your house a lot, and I was, I'm just talking to you right now, going. I didn't realise your house was four bedrooms. Yeah, it's yeah. so they changed so I'll tell you, so they did the carport. No, not even the carport. If you look at the house next door, they got the same thing. It's like but the where's entrance. the fourth bedroom? It's right at the Jeremy start. study. So they they uh, they changed the entrance uh, okay. into a room. Yeah. So that has its own issues. Like, yeah. Which, but but the thing is, is I'm super grateful. It, it you know it may fall off, but <laughs> but so very yeah. okay. Very okay to me the other day. My house is gonna fall down. I told you. Get I a think I need to. Get I think I need to. Yeah, so I was looking get at knock it down. I was looking at the ch- yeah. Anyway, but I'm over that because my mum's, my mum and this other friend of mine, they were like. Houses that were built in the sixties are far better. They're la- they're gonna last. I'm like, okay, you're right. It's not gonna fall down. <laughs> <laughs> depending on yes. yeah, depending on maybe write a note to just follow that up. But yeah. My, yeah, my friend. So the house down the road, like four doors up, they recently went for sale and they had the same thing as I have. But yeah. they they cut off the roof and put an extension up the top. Yeah. So my friends like, don't knock it down. Just do what they did. Yeah, I did go through that whole process of an extension and yeah. I don't know, I just couldn't make my numbers work yeah. in just knocking it down yeah, and getting exactly what you want rather than an awkward extension up the top. But the only thing, so she said, the only thing wrong, that's wrong with my house is the roof. And so if I just knock the roof up and put the extension on, put it. So this is the problem. This is the one that's yeah. done the renovation. She, she told you to take off the roof and just build up. No, problem I don't, solved. No, no, we just, no, she was just, she's very switched on. She was just like looking at the property same same exact same situation three oh, doors okay. up yeah yeah yeah, yeah so it. watch this I space out, i worked out who said that and, watch yeah. this space yeah. for ferial basically as to what 
she um, decides to yeah. do. But it was a really good buy, 320000 and it's. I looked on um, like the value at the moment and it says 400000 to 475000 Yeah, so we're talking in Adelaide, so we haven't had like, yeah, the no. booms no. like other places no. have. That's right. And also I think the great thing is probably none of our, which some of my clients unfortunately experience, is going into negative equity, yeah. which means, and a lot of them were buying properties in Queensland, in random Queensland mm. places yeah. where now their loans are high. So what do I mean negative equity? Their loans are now higher than the their values of their property. Yeah, so pretty and much if you were to sell your house, if you've got negative equity, if you were to sell your house, you would owe the bank Yeah, money. you have to owe the bank yeah. the Is shop it better for. to get out or is it better to well, keep that's it? that's the whole problem that yeah, these clients definitely. now have. You've got to look at the whole picture. Like they're, they're, they're hoping that the property values might increase so that they can sell. Um, it's just right, a horrible what situation. They what they got promised is, yeah, it's going to double within 10 years. Yeah. It's, you know, Queensland, Everyone loves Queensland. Yeah. Um, so yeah. be careful. If anyone's saying it's going to guarantee double in 10 the years, of the century. you can see. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> just be really careful and, and have a look um, and really have talk bit, to other people yeah, about just it. a little bit sceptical, but also, yeah, talk to people with experience that have been there, done that. You and know. I, I love what you say, Miriam. You always say if you go to a seminar or something, you never buy on the day. Yeah, yeah. No, my number one rule in life. Been there, done that? Oh, wait, I did it. I signed up to something on the weekend. <laughs> Oh, but that's right. you know, that's, that's yeah. different though because you'd done yeah I knew yeah. what I was getting into but my number one rule is don't sign up to anything on the day there is always going to be that deal available after I didn't actually pay the whole amount on the day yeah. I only put down a 10% deposit yeah. oh, okay. so that was my rationing I didn't put down but be really careful about signing up to anything on the yeah. day giving deposits sitting in a seminar for four or five hours or a webinar I almost did that the other day I was like <laughs> yes this a webinar. This is going to be yeah. It's going to solve all this your is dreams. Solve my problem. What was yeah. it for? Uh, mortgage broking. It was just. Oh. Um, it, I mean, it's still something that I'm definitely yeah, going to consider. Think about it. Call but, out Miriam. You know, they did do the. If you don't, if you don't sign up today, you're going to miss out. Yeah. And I was like, Ooh, Ooh. missing out. Fear of missing out. <laughs> At one of the seminars that one of my clients went to, they encourage everyone to increase their credit card limits that day. I'm like, oh my Crazy, God, no. Huh? If you can't afford it, don't, don't put do it, it on your credit card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, not, don't, no credit cards. So All right. So getting yeah. back to our yes. property empire here. Yes. So, so my so March 2015, it was actually a little bit before that because um, I'd been sort of researching. So as we were saying before, it's become a bit of a hobby of mine. You know, I do love reading real estate uh, magazines and, lift, uh, you know, the newspaper. And I was going, I was at work one day and I was going through the messenger and I was like, hang on a second, this is going to auction. The price guide was fantastic. And I was like, this is too good to be true. What's wrong with the house? So I rocked up. It was a Thursday. It was 10 o'clock and it was bucketing down with rain oh. so you know I rocked up and I was like what's going on with this house and you know walking around it was fine like you know it's absolutely fine it was um the bank was selling it because the I think you know it was a force for yeah. sale um and it, you know it had been vacated for quite a while so there was a bit of a graffiti around and it wasn't in the nicest area but it was still I thought it was pretty good and the questions that people were asking were for me I was like why would you ask that they were asking sort of like general like the just there was a bit of a crowd there and they were just saying oh can this heater be moved somewhere else and I was like who cares about the heater man like (laughs) it's just a heater in the ground and they were just saying oh do you think I could paint over this graffiti I was like yeah anyway I kept my mouth shut because I was like I don't know you know what's going on with these people and then the the bidding started and it was starting at like 170,000 and I was just like looking around the room and I was like What's going on? There's only one other guy bidding. So you were in the room, so you weren't in the house? You 
in the house. Oh, we okay. were in the backyard and there was like yeah. a, you know, the real estate agent made a joke that, you know, his house comes with everything and there's a couple of toothbrushes on the floor and he's like, even the toothbrush. And everyone's <laughs> like, yay. Um, so it's one of those houses. So you, do you still have the toothbrushes? No, ooh, I don't know. <laughs> and then, so, I, you know, I, I saw it for what it was because I, I knew what I wanted at the time and, uh, you know, um, and, and buying so, the unit before you wanted a house. Yeah, I mean it was it was just too good to be true. Like an auction, a three bedroom house in Morphevale starting at one hundred seventy thousand. That's amazing. Um, and so it went up. So this one other guy was bidding, and then it sort of stopped. The price got us two hundred five thousand, and we were getting to that five hundred dollars. And I was like, oh, maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't. And then I just put a started bidding, and and then um and then it got, went for two hundred ten thousand, and no one else bid. And I was like, what's going on with everyone? And um. <laughs> And then it came down to it. And then I had never been to an auction before and didn't really have much experience with auctions and didn't realise that. First auction, yeah. <laughs> very Sold different. Very to different. Me. Say yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very different to buying on, like, you know, a contract and whatever. And, <laughs> so and they're like, it. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're like, okay, you got to transfer the deposit. And I was like, oh, yeah, deposit. Um, <laughs> what? And, uh, and, then, and then I think, you know, because oh, I was Wait, unaware. How like, long so did this you is have back to, in the d- to transfer the deposit? You got 24 hours. Um, <laughs> and there's no amount for the deposit. Deposit. So I was like, other other states have a percentage that you have yeah, to transfer, okay. but South Australia. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. I rang up Miriam and I went to, I was at for lunch and I was like, oh, Miriam. Um, Miriam's you, always got money. Yeah, I was like, I rang up Miriam. I was like, hey, Miriam, can you lend me $10,000? And you were like, F off. <laughs> and I rang her back again. I said, oh, I don't think Miriam understood me properly. I'm like, Miriam, Miriam, I just bought a house. I, I need the money. I'm good for it, you know? I'm good for it. And she, you're like, I think you were like, like F off. Like, <laughs> And I kept calling you and you're like, what do you want? And I was like, just $10,000. I don't know what your problem is. Um, and I was like, yeah, my tax return, you can do it. And you're just going to get my money and stuff. And then, you know, and so lesson learned. Did um, I give you the money? I can't remember. No, it's my tax return. So. No, but I, did I advance your tax refund? Oh, you know, I was trying to think about this. Someone would have had to. I think I rang up mum and I was like, mum. Yeah, so I think Talitha was expecting a big tax refund from her negatively geared property. Yeah, and then because so I paid. Used the that. thing is I didn't, yeah, because I had a lot of, um, yeah, so my tax free th- threshold, I didn't uh, tick yes for the job. So okay. automatically oh, that was yeah, okay. my saving. So, um, and yeah. then... Um, so you got the money, put it on 24 hours. Yeah, and then I so, yeah, transferred everything and everything was fine. And, um, you know, and it took a while to go through to settlement because um, I was working at the time a casual job and um, mm. the lending conditions had really tightened up. Yeah. So I was uh, I got approved for finance and then all of a sudden um, I didn't get approved. And then so it was a couple of months until I could actually go through the qualification process. And, you know, the, the real estate agent was fantastic in the, in the negotiations and he just said, look, you're just going to be able to charge interest and so I had to pay interest and, and default you know, interest yeah default interest it was only a couple time. of thousand yeah it was only yeah and it was just one of those ones the bank everyone was happy just to wait for me to purchase it and, and get oh, finance good. so it was just a waiting game um, and so then, probably number one rule then before you oh, go to auction learn, like, and this is what I say to everyone know your finances know what's expected of you um, understand the terms and conditions because you hear a lot of things about people like okay if you buy auction you've got to pay a 5% deposit you don't actually you know um I say that now and things might have changed since then. Yeah, it depends on the state. It depends on the, the state I'm and the rules. Sure but changed. yeah, don't just trust what the real estate agent tells you in terms of that. Just say, hey, look, what's the actual, you know, what's the minimum I can pay for deposit? Um, the, the, you know, and um, 
and definitely, yeah, know your numbers before you go to auction because it's easy signing a contract, a legally binding contract. Um, and, you know, I was lucky enough to sort of um, understand the industry you, a little bit more. You could lose your deposit. Is that right? In I think auction? it's a little bit different now. It used to okay. be that way, but I think things have yeah, changed. Okay. So no, um, we need to get a real estate person yeah, on yeah, to, oh, to talk about that because that's something, I, you know, I have uh, clients ask me all the time and I just say, look, I just refer them back to the real estate agent yeah. um, because they should know legislation in terms of, because I know it changes um, all the time but you know like in terms of that that was a that was sort of a really good buy for me because I'd, I'd done the research yeah I knew that the, this house was incredible it was a great area really good rental yeah. um, it was close to the southern expressway close to shops and you know just a just a quick makeover um, cleaned up the toothbrushes out the yard and everything like that and <laughs> what did you do just what the toothbrushes yeah so uh, how long did your renovation take you this time uh, it was like literally uh, you know actually no so I thought I signed up to an electricity company and the cooling off period was 30 days and I was like I'm going to get this done in 30 days oh yeah you won't have to pay um, what uh, did you do what what, what renovations did uh, you so it was just a painting and I had yeah. to fix up a few things so um, and so also, you were I trying to get free electricity for free, the 30 yeah, days was, and was. then the tenant would 30 come days in. came around and I was like Ooh, I'm, I'm over my I'm like, oh, I'll just pay electricity it's fine. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, so it was just a general one. But, I mean, it was because I did it by myself and I was working full-time at the time. And, um, you know, it, it, I just sort of painted, put some new carpet in, put some curtains just to make it livable um, and lights and a new vanity. I didn't do a bathroom renovation. I just, just updated uh, the vanity, vanity and put a new yeah. toilet in. Yeah. Um, cleaned out the backyard. Because sometimes uh, you got to think, like, the cost of doing a whole bathroom renovation, yeah. are you going to get that back in a higher weekly Especially rent? Especially because it's an investment property. No, like, I did the numbers and looked around and I went to a few others that were renting it out like I was like okay this is what I can get for my money um, and I had an appraisal done and I rented out myself so I manage it myself um, as with my other unit as well and um, I find that you know I did you know it, it is an area that you know a lot of single mums and you know I was quite open you know you can't discriminate if someone's got children or not so I was quite open yeah. to have someone you know because the area is fantastic it's it's close to local schools, schools and yeah, you know I've, I'm lucky enough that I've had some good, really good tenants in there yeah. so um, you know and really uh, you know it's a win-win in terms of they're honest uh, reliable and they pay rent on time and that's yeah. what you want yeah. I think one of the tips I have had clients with bad tenants in there yeah. that have been managed by real estate agents and one of the key things that they've had is landlord insurance. Yeah, and they've definitely. been able to claim. Sometimes it's hard to claim. Like I've had, I've heard of stories where they haven't known the exact date of the damage and they haven't been able to claim. But yeah. a lot of my clients have actually been able to claim on their landlord insurance. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We are getting awesome feedback from our viewers and listeners, and we want to hear from you. What was your key takeaway, your lessons learned, something you can relate to or your aha moment and share it on our Facebook and Instagram. You can also visit our sisterthatslay.com.au website to see what we've been up to. This podcast has been brought to you by Miriam's business, Fab Tax Accountants. We make your life easier, keep your books clean and accounting and tax can even be fun so you can love your numbers.